0: John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central.
1: Hey, podcast listeners. It's Nikki Glazer. I'm in the back of an Uber right now with uh, another guest on the show from the U-Up podcast, the U-Up radio show on Sirius XM. Andrew Collin is here with me in the back of an Uber. We're headed to Austin, Texas, and uh, we're going to be taking you through this week's shows um, from the back of this Uber. Andrew,
2: how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking, Nikki.
1: Um, I don't like the formality of this right out of the gate, but here we are, and uh, we're quickly approaching LAX. Um, We're going to get dropped off, so you might hear us uh, starting out now from the drive to the airport, and then we'll close out the show maybe from Terminal 1 I believe that's the Southwest Terminal We're really flying in style today
2: Yeah, I can't wait Southwest is the, my favorite airline, Nikki Why? It's just, uh, it has everything I want
1: Is that real? Is Southwest your favorite?
2: Uh, sh- yes
1: Okay, well <laughs> I think you're lying right now which, okay, um, My favorite
2: airline was American last time Because we flew business class and I got to lay down And it was the best moment of my life
1: It was one of the best experiences of my your life.
2: life My life yeah, sleeping on a plane, turbulence. I don't. I would die and a happy man in my sleep if the plane crashed.
1: Andrew had never really flown business before, where, where you can lie down um, horizontally. And I'm not assuming that you, as the listener, have flown this. I think it's a really privileged thing to be able to do. I've done it uh, enough times in my life now that I, am, it's it's I'm. It's one of the biggest perks of being places mm-hmm. by TV shows is that you get to usually fly business and it's I will say it's nicer to fly business class than to be on the ground anywhere like I would yeah. rather be in the sky in business class than literally anywhere else it's my favorite place to be it's just being taken care of being waited on laying horizontally oh. and then waking up and you're in a new city and you you skip all the worst things about the plane it's just it's incredible any other things to add? any other things to add
2: I'm never not flying business again
1: well that's about to not be true because we're flying Southwest which is the opposite of business I'm laying down but Southwest is is all fun that's the opposite of business and actually it's no fun because you're you're equal to everyone wait is Southwest socialist is that socialism Southwest? Okay, okay. I guess there's boarding groups. It depends on what time you you wake up to sign in. You know that, guys. Let's get to the first clip from the show this week. I don't know what I'm talking about. Socialism. That's if you would have told me, Nikki, you're going to be talking about socialism on your podcast today. This morning when I woke up, I would have said, "You, there's just no way. The the, the odds of that are just not good." No, no. I've never talked about. I don't even know what socialism all is. There. That's
2: all you talk about.
1: I just know that's what people who don't know what they're talking about call Obama. But also, I don't know if they don't know what they're talking I don't know anything. Let's go move on with the show. The first clip from today's show is...
2: Lizzie Cooperman. Lizzie Cooperman. Ian Fidance.
1: Ian Fidance.
2: In studio.
1: And I'm going to be talking about what would really embarrass me these days. Because it's changed over the years. And we were talking about embarrassing moments. And um, this is me, Lizzie, and Tom Takar talking about our gross habits and things we're embarrassed by. Enjoy it. You are. I remember growing up and being like, I can't say anything about myself because I just feel like everything about myself is humiliating and like, I was just always embarrassed, always worried someone was gonna find this thing out about me and then everyone was gonna know and then everyone would hate me and then my life would be over, like this constant anxiety. And now I'm just like, it takes a lot to embarrass me, a lot. Like I have to, things that are embarrassing are when you're trying to look cool and someone calls you out, that's embarrassing. Right. Um when someone finds out that I do something disgusting like oh okay like if I'm in like a sitting in a a a driver's side of a car and like on a long road trip and I'm like doing something gross like one of my addictions which is like chewing gum incessantly and I've like built up a bunch of like wrappers of Chewy gum that I want to throw away But it's like a little pile You know when you make a pile of something that's disgusting The listener knows what I'm talking about Whether it's like sunflower seeds Or just something gross that you're like doing And you make a pile of it Whether you're like biting your fingers And there's like a fingernail pile Like one time on Nikki and Sarah Live On my show Nikki and Sarah Live On MTV Sarah Schaefer and I were in Um we were the host of the show, and we were in like a writers' room kind of thing, where all the writers on our show were all like hanging out in a room. And at some point, someone found a little pile of fingernails, and we were like, "Whose is oh this? This is so gross!" But it was someone in that room, and we don't know to this day whose it was. But I related to that fingernail pile; it wasn't mine, but I was like, "I've done gross stuff like that before," so like that's a way I can be embarrassed <laughs> right. if like I forget to clean up my pile of chewed gum. That I am putting there to throw it away later, but I have no receptacle for it now. Do You mean in the foil? Yeah, in the foil.
3: Like I don't have the same compulsion because I do the packs of gum that you like pop them out of the plastic thing, and my gross thing is I'll put the gum back in the plastic cartridge from whence it came.
1: Yes, but even that. Okay. Okay, let's say I have just bought a pack of gum and I've like filled it up because I'm incessantly chewing it and putting it back in the pack like uh, an addict that I am, okay? And then I leave that little pack of like, I know what you're talking about, the ones that you pop out of the plastic. I chew them and I put them back in the hole from from once they came. Okay, (laughs) I do the same thing. But then you have a wet, sticky, slide of a gum thing. Right. If someone were to find that in the door handle where I forgot to... and be like what is this I'm like horrified I'm like oh my god they know that I chew 18 pieces of gum in one hour and that's like disgusting and then I just feel like oh they know I'm like an addict and that's like an embarrassing moment that could happen to me any day because that's something I'm doing every day but that generally doesn't happen because I clean up after myself and I keep my weird habits kind of to myself and I talk about them on radio instead of like subjecting people to them but sometimes that happens right or if like my like my purse is disgusting, right? Like if a, a guy I liked saw the inside of my purse, I would be disgu- I would be embarrassed. I'd be like he knows the real me, like we were talking about before. Sometimes like your bur- purse like things fall out of it and like right. it's revealed that you're disgusting. Do you know what I mean? Like to... Uh, right. You know I, all I'm exactly picturing I mean.
3: right now, by the way, is did you ever hear about that crow that would bring people gifts? Yeah. Like, you should just start bringing people those things and just leaving them on their doorstep. No, I don't
1: want people to know these things <laughs> about know. me, Lucy. But I that don't... would help you get over it. Um, <laughs> what's helped me get over it is talking about it, clearly, yeah. and like also knowing that everyone has these gross things, even right. though you're looking at me like, I don't know what you're talking about. I put my gum back in. I, I know. But you know I like, have a gross I'm, person
3: I know. I, I know. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know yes. what
1: it's like when someone sees a disgusting yes. habit of yours that you're so used to and totally. you keep it in check. But yes, like, I remember one time Andrew was like, I was giving him shit about saying, doing something weird or like making mm. noises or something like I make fun of him all the time for his weird tics. And he goes, well, you have tics too, dude. And I was like, I don't even want to hear them. Like, don't tell me them. I don't want to know what you've noticed about me that I'm trying to keep quiet. And he's like, like you have a problem with gum, and I was like, I know, Andrew, I'm addicted to gum. Like, I it made me really mad that he called it out. I have to
3: this day never picked up on your gum addiction. That you're not paying ever. attention to me. Though. I'm not. You're not. I'm a bad I'm friend. I'm Really addicted to gum.
1: I've never not noticed lately, that. but like I go through spurts where like it's like cigarettes. Like I pop one every. I I have to have gum in my mouth. It's all because the
3: time. we eat together.
1: That's that's true. why
3: we always meet to have food.
1: Yeah. But I, don't you see that I order gum at every restaurant? I'm just kidding. Uh, I'll have your <laughs> you gum. You
3: chew gum a lot.
1: <laughs> um, but, okay, so, okay. What I, so the embarrassing moment. Ian Fidance is here, by the way. Hi, Ian.
4: Oh, hi, everybody, hello. Hi.
1: I, I knew hi. you were here because, first of all, Noah texted me, but also I heard so much cacophony. <laughs>
0: cacophony.
1: Word of the week. <laughs> Like, when you enter a studio, it sounds like a bull in a china shop. Like, (laughs) literally. That's my
4: my tick. (laughs) That's um, what I do.
1: Ian, do you have any disgusting habits that you, like, try to keep on the DL, and then people are like, dude, you always do this thing, and you're like, ew. Like, sorry, I didn't want anyone to notice that.
4: Oh, it's mostly just chain smoking. Yeah,
1: smoking. That's my disgusting
4: habit that I can't Totally.
1: I think that everyone, because um, Lizzie used to be a smoker, so did I. Like, when you're a smoker, oh, you're
4: so embarrassed
3: yes. of it and you
1: don't want people to know it. And the lotion. Oh my God,
3: there were like a million steps to hide it, and you just can't hide it. Yeah. I, yeah.
4: I also keep a, a bandana in my back pocket because I sweat a lot to like wipe my brow, but uh, I also use it as a hanky to uh, blow my nose. And well, I try to do that right. in public, and I did it in front of a friend. He goes, Wow, that's like the newest, grossest thing about you. <laughs> like, oh, thank you.
3: Handkerchiefs in general are kind of gross to me. Oh, well, what else are you God. supposed
4: to do if you're going to blow your nose?
3: Have have napkins on you or tissues?
4: Have yeah. I mean, napkins on two you, handkerchiefs. What, uh, a bird lady from Home Alone? Yes. I'm not carrying napkins around.
1: I just have to say, though, when I blow my nose, a lot of snot comes out. And I know that yeah. some people just have like a little bit of water or something, but like if you're. If I was to carry around the snot in like a yeah, tissue and then I guessing. later wiped my brow with that, uh, I mean-
4: Well, you wipe it man, on different sides. <laughs> you fold <laughs> it. Yeah, what? But know then it dries and you, you, you don't know you fold on different it. sides. It's your <laughs> it snot. It leaks through- it's not bad if it's your yeah. dog. Um, <laughs> it's, no, that's a
1: good point. It's
4: you. There are different sides. You fold it, and then you wash it.
1: Uh, next up on the podcast, oh, we had an, an amazing guest on Tuesday. Milo Manheim is famous. He's the most famous person we've had on the show. Maybe not. Kevin Hart? I don't know. Milo Manheim is really up there. He is a teen sensation a teen heart throb. He is Just in high a year school ago
2: had ten thousand followers.
1: And now he's got like ten million. I mean this kid is blowing up. You're gonna know him. He's gonna be one of these child actors that turns into like a Bonafide adult actor I think he's going to be One of the most famous actors In the world That That's my prediction right now Anyway Milo Manheim was in with us And uh, we got to talking about uh, What it takes to date Milo Manheim Because I was really trying To give his fans The type of content they want And I was like When I was 17 What did I want to know About my heartthrob teen crush Leif Jonathan Garrett Leif Garrett How old do you think I am <laughs> Jonathan Taylor Thomas Uh and I would want to know how to date them. So that's what I asked Milo. How does one date you? And so let's let's find out. Here you go. You are! What I want to know, not for myself, obviously, <laughs> but I was thinking about what do Milo's fans want to know? And if I was a fan of yours around your age, I would be like, how how would a regular girl date Milo Mannheim?
5: That's a tough, tough question.
1: Because <laughs> sliding to, into DMs, girls, don't even try it. They're yes, overflowing. Not He's not going to see it. I
5: mean, honestly... I don't know. I'm not going to just date someone. Like, I don't see myself dating a fan unless, you know, I've known them for a while. I've only had, like, two or three serious girlfriends, and I've known them for, like, years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: yeah there's a foundation of... Um, before that, like they're in your world. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's disappointing. But, they
5: know, know. but <laughs> no, fans. Honestly, fans. If we do get a chance to talk, yo, if you can make me laugh, you're in.
1: Yes. I, listen, that's I it. know a lot of people who have ended up dating their fans. And Re- well If you can
5: make me laugh, then that's it. That's all I need. As long yes. as I'm laughing and I'm happy, like what? What else be do you want? Cute too. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know,
1: <laughs> but Whatever, they're competing like,
5: against like these girls, you know, with secret
2: powers. Oh
1: yeah, <laughs> like, like, like a, your high secret school. Ice School power girls. Yeah. Um. So, and one, Secret right car. before we go, what's Let's the status on maybe you and Alexis Wren seem to be hanging out a lot. Is there I anything in I love there? Alexis.
5: She's, she's Just dear a, friend. Yes.
1: One of the best friends you walked away from the show with?
5: Absolutely, and I'll, I'll know her forever. I oh, mean, that's so good. She's awesome. She's also so, like, smart. I've learned so much from her, and she, I don't know, she's great to be around. I see her all the time. We FaceTime, like, every day.
1: I agree. I think she was, for me, someone that I kind of um, assumed a lot of things about yeah. based on how she looks and um, and then getting to know her, I was like, wow. Yes, she's actually exactly like a cool, real smart person and been through a lot and um, I felt that about a lot of people I met on the show. It was just, it was the best and meeting you was just one of the best too and know, we'll always like know present. each other. I, know. I told Milo, I was like, when you, when I see you on the red carpet someday and <laughs> you are the f- most famous man in yeah. in Hollywood. Manheim? yeah. Yeah. You better acknowledge <laughs> me and be like, I remember you, Nikki, and let me play.
5: No, not only am I going to, I remember uh, you. We're going to be sitting next to each we're gonna other at good premiere that is. I'm
1: so excited to know you. Thank you for being here. Absolutely. Milo has to get to school. We have to go to break. <laughs> Milo Mannheim, everyone. Oh, Thank yeah. you very Milo. much. All right, that was Milo Mannheim next up on the podcast. And by the way... Uh, Andrew and I were headed to the airport the last time you heard from us in between clips, and now we are like fully in the airport. We just checked our bags. We are waiting in line at TSA. We have to say this before they call our name. We have four people in front of us before we have to go through security. How are you feeling, Andrew?
2: I'm feeling good, but the pressure's on. The
1: pressure is on. Hey, the next clip is Andrew Colin, and Kyle Dunnigan from... Listen to that, guys, from our Wednesday show. It was one of the most fun shows that we had, and I am so excited for you to hear this clip from it. What are What are we talking about in this clip? We're talking about,
2: what are you as a human? Are you a bird? Are you a horse? Are you a muffin? Enjoy it. Yeah, we kind
1: of determined that the people, when they look like <laughs> well, animals... There's
2: three things. There's, uh, yeah.
1: So, people can either look like a horse, a bird, or a... <laughs> or a... <laughs> A I said muffin. Andrew
5: looked like a uh, muffin, but what? nothing is bad. It's no. Just... So
1: every single person in the world could be a horse. A bird or a muffin or some combo of each, and yeah. and Kyle thinks that if it, you were all three, you're, you're gorgeous. The, you're gorgeous. Yeah. You need to have all three elements. Andrew is straight up muffin.
2: I'm, which I'm, isn't an animal. So. I'm 100 bird.
1: I'm 100
2: bird. No, you're a bird boy. No, you're a bird boy. You almost yeah. have all three.
1: Oh god, yeah, you're that close
2: muffin.
5: to being yeah, you're missing gorgeous. That muffin. Oh,
4: yeah, if god. you had no seriously, you had Nikki, a muffin top, and I'm like being serious. If you had
5: a little more muffin, yeah,
4: woo,
5: <laughs> just a touch more muffin. Oh my god. He's so close. And
1: then he looked at Carlo and he goes "Bird Muffin."
5: <laughs> like, so funny to call
1: someone a bird muffin.
0: <laughs> we went
1: around the table and we all kind of agreed that everyone yeah. was a, either a bird, a muffin, I wish or a I could horse.
0: See the muffin. Like,
2: I know will never imagine me. Like a muffin. <laughs> 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 that, that's I what know. was driving me nuts, Tom, because I see
0: a horse. No, I, I see it bird. in you, but I don't understand. Oh, that. Oh, oh.
5: You are a muffin.
2: <laughs> I, I kind of feel it, but you are not... I just, I, that must well, be just know.
5: unnerving that you don't even. Do, have you seen other people that look like muffins?
2: <laughs> I just don't. It
5: you know, is hard to but see, but you see one of,
2: You're saying two animals. I know I'm a bird, though. Yeah, you're an animal. I see a bird, but what's a muffin? What what is, what is a, 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 you, well, you don't
5: think about it too hard. Just like you're an, just a muffin. I know, but can I be an
2: animal? What one point? Can you pick an animal for me? Kyle uh, goes to the bathroom at one point. You're not a you're not an animal. Oh, fuck, dude. Just come. A on. muffin is. A, it, it's it, not. a- It doesn't have a heart. It has no talents. It has nothing, dude. It's just a fucking exactly brand. Yeah. No
5: talent. Yeah. No heart. <laughs> no check. Talents.
2: I said talents.
5: No check. Mark. Oh,
4: talents.
1: Oh, are you're, tal- you you're very talons.
5: talented.
1: <laughs> yeah, you have so many talents, but. Uh,
5: <laughs> Talent? You're multi-talented too. I'm a
2: mother with talents. I gotta go to break, but <laughs> no. we're gonna we <laughs> I'm in the uh, middle of a story.
5: <laughs>
1: hey, come on, God. Kyle's gonna. Gotta go to, to a break. <laughs> got to do my commercials. That was Kyle Dunnigan and Andrew Collin uh, in studio with us on uh, Wednesday. The next clip, I before we get to it, we just went through TSA security, and we're literally, I would say. So bringing it back. 100 feet away from walking out of the TSA security line. And Andrew Collin is marching back to security because, no, did he forget his phone? No, did he forget his laptop? Did he forget a jacket? None of those because that's that's a reason to go back to TSA. It happens a lot. You leave behind things. No, Andrew Collin took the bowl that you put your keys, your wallet, and your cell phone in. You know, the bowls. Um, He took it with him. We went up an escalator, we walked several feet, and then he, now he's coming back bowlless because he returned the bowl. I really hope they scolded him. We're about to find out what happened. He's coming up the escalator, he's putting on his watch... What did they
2: make fun of you? No, no, no one saw anything. <laughs> but boy, <laughs> you
1: want to set up this next. You want to set up this
2: next clip. Uh, this next clip is Chad Daniels, Pete Lee, Tom Takar, and Nikki Glazer. You guys are talking about lying and challenge yourself not to lie.
1: I I wouldn't give you this challenge not to lie because no one should know what just happened there. I you should be lying about that. The rest of your days. If someone ever asks, "Hey, hey, did you ever take one of the bins from TSA you with you to? on
2: your trip?" What does it Have remind? Have you ever left the gas tank? Have you ever left a gas thing in the gas tank and driven off? Right. I've done that twice. Andrew's done that twice, you guys. Explode.
1: You know how when he asked you, have you ever left the gas tank in and pulled off and it's ripped it off the thing? And you go, no, of course not. Well, he's done that twice. So it makes sense that he just took the TSA bowl with him. Enjoy Chad Daniels, me, Tom Takar, and Pete Lee talking about lying. Because I ain't lying no more. And here's why. You are. Chad. What's up? I can't wait to talk to you about this. This is so, Okay. I am also trying to not lie anymore. That's a lie. (laughs) I'm trying. That's not a lie. Have I lied in my efforts? Yes, I have lied.
3: Nikki, it's Um, it's
0: really difficult because I'm talking to the point of I was at a bar once and this guy goes. uh, We were watching like what ESPN was on TV and we're just waiting for a drink and the guy goes, "Hey, did you see the game?" And I said, "I did." And then, but I hadn't, I'd just seen the highlights. Yeah. Right? And so I actually went over to his table and I go, hey man, just so you know, super weird. I did not see the game. I just saw the highlights. So I like had to, and everyone at his table was like, are we about to be murdered? What the fuck is going on? That is so funny. Because it's a creepy thing to do, but I just, I had to do it.
1: Um, what what was your bottom with lying because this is it it you're right like none of us have to lie and we all do it all the time and if you don't lie and everyone knows you don't lie your life is so much better. There is like freedom on the other side of like even if someone goes, "Do I look fat?" and going, "Yeah, you you kind of do." Like yeah. being that honest with people, there's freedom in that and it's so hard to do. So few people do it. Right. I so you, what what made you go? I'm done lying.
0: Well, first of all, it's very un. Being honest can be extremely uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, right off the hard. bat.
0: But if you get caught in a lie a month later, that's so much more. I try to oh, tell sure. my kids this all the time. You get caught, it's dog shit. So, um, but what made me? Uh, I had a conversation where I just kind of got everything, all my lies. I came clean mm-hmm. on on. Yeah. All of them. And so I, I kind of had this feeling where I was like, I even called some of my buddies and I was like, here's the deal. During this part of my life, I had I lied to you about this. And like my, you know, and sat down and had face to face with these guys. And um, and so I felt like I had kind of pushed a reset button and I didn't want to go backwards. And so now yes. it's, it's very, very freeing. And I, I you know, obviously... I, people find out about this and they're like, well, tell me this. It's like, well, that's not how it works. Yeah, yeah. I still have <laughs> privacy. <laughs> yeah, I'm just yeah, not going to yeah, lie to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I do tell my children, I go, you need to understand. You ask me a question, you're going to get the truth. So please, you're going to want to, you have to want the answer to ask me this. Yeah. Because yes. if you just be careful what questions you ask, because I am going to be honest. Uh huh. And I'd like you to I... continue to live here.
1: <laughs> I really love this. I did not know this about you. And I am I, I my ex-boyfriend, who I mentioned before, caught me in a lie once and then he caught me in another. And there were small lies. They weren't like I cheated on you. Like, but they were lies because I just was scared of his judgment and anger mm-hmm. at me. So I would lie to just get yeah, out of it. You absolutely. Know? And um, like we all do. And he goes, there's just really no reason to ever lie. And he gave me a book. Called uh, "Lying" by Sam Harris. Have you heard of it, Chad? I have not. Well, Sam Harris is like my favorite person on the planet right now. He's, is he
0: the one with the Awake app?
2: Yeah, he does. Yeah. He does
1: meditation. He does a lot, he, but he's he has a book about lying, and my. Book Ex boyfriend bought this for me, saying "You you don't need to lie anymore." And here's freedom from it. And it's a short book, and it's called "Lying." And it's by Sam Harris. And it really takes you through why lying is completely pointless and only gets you in trouble. And there's no reason to ever lie. So he 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 art any people like wrote in, I guess, with like, "Well, what if someone asks you this?" And I, "Do sure. I look fat?" Like that kind of stuff. And he talks you. I can't give what he said and tell you why, but when I read it, I was like, I got. It And what I will say that I got from it, and you probably experienced this, and everyone does, if I'm sitting here with Pete Lee, and Pete, let's say, has a meeting later on that he doesn't want to go to, and I see him make a call to that person and go, I'm just sick right now, and mm-hmm. I can't make it, I, and, and I'm totally fine with it, because I'm like, Pete, get out of it, you know, like, you shouldn't be doing it, and you lie that person i now even if i uh, subconsciously i don't trust you now cuz i yeah. just saw you lie to someone so when you tell me you're sick i'm not going to trust it right. and even if i don't really know that i don't trust you there's you've been diminished in my mind a little bit as someone who's trustworthy mm-hmm. and so it is not worth it to lie ever it really isn't and i recommend getting the book lying because it it blew my mind of like oh Lying's really, really gross and, yeah, and really, really bad. What's great
0: about honesty is it keeps you in check as well. So bef- even before you would have to tell anybody, right, you, there's a situation at hand and you're like, am I going to want to have to tell the truth about this if I do go yeah. forward with this? And so it, it kind of cleans you up that way as well. And God. like I said, you know, when you're lying, you think everyone around you is lying when you're being honest, you also think everyone around you being honest, and it, it helps a ton. And I know this isn't funny, but it's like uh, it's it's no. changed my life no, for that's sure. A good way to live. I yeah. love it,
1: and I it's really I needed to hear this because I've it was something that I wanted to really work on, and I've kind of slipped a couple times. I've caught myself like lying just to get out of awkward situations, and I almost did the the highlights thing of like I just I just saw the highlights, and I wanted to go yeah. back and say and and you're right, like people go, well, I don't care. who cares. Whatever, but it's yeah. like no, I wanna, I wanna live completely honestly because it's, it, it just is. There's so much freedom in it, and, and people won't ask for my opinion then.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, well, that's also I true. Won't be yeah, when my son but, was younger, he stole a piece of um, Lions Mints, like the Lions Group. Mm -hmm. Like the fundraising Uh group. He stole mints that they were selling from the courthouse, which is like, you're going to steal from the courthouse? What are you doing? Yeah. Uh, So he stole those (laughs) and I walked him back in and I made him bring them back and I made him explain why he stole them and he had to apologize and all this shit. And so now I kind of do that to myself uh, like that, you know, when I was starting out, I had to anytime I would slip. I would have to go back and inform the person. And that's embarrassing as yeah. shit, you know? Yeah. I, I'm a, yeah. I'm a big believer that no one can shame you except yourself. I think that you, you're the only person with access to your shame. And so- um shame is a very powerful tool when you, you turn it on yourself. <laughs> now there are people who no are kidding. like, they shamed me and it's like, Grow with the fuck up. Yeah. You let them shame no, you. It's different. But.
1: No one can make you do anything. That's my right. new that's what I've learned from Sam Harris also, the that author that I just I, I've been reading a lot of his like teachings and listening to his lessons and stuff online and listening to his podcast and yeah. Anything anyone is coming like if you peek out of my face and was like you're fucking worthless and you're fat piece of shit. like if you just said the meanest things ever I could literally change in no way like I could I can choose to not accept any of it yeah and when people go he made me feel bad it's never the case you chose to feel bad based on what they said to you but you didn't mean to no one makes you feel anything I don't let people say that around me anymore yeah well he he's making me feel bad about this or he's making me do like no you you have total control over yourself and you can't blame other people for how you're feeling.
2: Everyone has accountability and at the very least, you put yourself in that situation by hanging out with that person.
1: And it's really cool once you realize that you don't have to... When your mom is being weird with you or using a tone that's making you feel bad about the thing that you did, you can go, oh, wait, I don't have to accept any of this. And... You it gives you so much more control once you realize that. I am so excited to have this conversation because I lied last night and I felt really gross about it. And I am starting today.
2: To Jamie and I? Did you lie to no, us? No, 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 no. It
1: happened later in the night. But I okay. wanna just say that I am gonna try for one week to not lie at all. And just give it a week. And I'm starting now and I am I ask you, listener, let's all not lie for a week. Let's try, let's try to not lie for one week.
0: At all And I, I would add If you do You have to own up to it Because that's a real yes. Kick in the dick And that'll yeah. help Jump start it
1: that, so, is there any like things? And how did you get started? Was there anything you read? Is there like a how would you catch yourself? Is there anything that you can point people towards? Uh, join
2: Promise Keepers, just <laughs> 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 where men keep their promises. Uh, <laughs>
1: cross your fingers behind your back constantly. <laughs> that is uh, the golden rule. Because it's not lying if you're actually telling God that you're lying. Yeah, my shoelaces. <laughs> you're being with my God.
0: shoelaces were tied. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, n- not really. I mean, I would just make sure that i you know i would kind of get a guilty shameful feeling you know i it would yes. it would at least just on the just on the surface it wasn't like this deep oh my god what am i going to do but i i was definitely accountable and i made sure that i owned up to the lie and having to admit you just told a white lie as a grown person is embarrassing <laughs> as shit so
1: yeah, yeah. But it feels good, though, because you're doing something different and people are kind of taken aback by it. And it just... It restart... It just... It's changing the way we all just have kind of, like, blindly agreed to talk to one another. And it's not acceptable that we just all go about lying to each other all the time. And Americans lie a lot more than, like, other countries, I think. Other countries are just like, you got fat, and they they all laugh about it. But here we're like, you look great, you know? like, And I don't know. I just think that... I, I. I'm gonna do it, and I'm really excited about being seen as an honest person and yeah. knowing myself that I'm honest. I really want that, and I can tell—I can sense the freedom in your voice, Chad. That's I'm like very yeah. excited. I about think this the new best,
0: thing. the absolute best thing about not lying is once people know that about you, yeah, you can start lying again and fucking dominate everybody. <laughs> Man,
5: <laughs>
0: dude. If I learned anything from the movie Liar, Liar, this is gonna be a wacky <laughs> week for you, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god That movie is so good And there is a lesson there I need to re-watch that movie Because you at the end of it You learn that like Lying, lying is, is bad No oh, lying is bad Really? Yeah Jim Carrey
5: Oh I've never seen The whole movie You've See, i have never seen The whole movie you just no, saw I the first part. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah I've seen I've seen the beginning of it And then I've just I think it was on TV And I had to go Or something
1: That was the podcast This week you guys um, So many good episodes This week If you want to hear The whole show you got to Join Sirius. You gotta get a subscription. It is not as expensive as you think it is. And you can get one right now at Sirius.com slash laugh. Sirius.com slash laugh. Let them know that we sent you to get a serious subscription. Let them know it's because of you up with Nikki Glazer by going to SiriusXM.com Laugh. You gotta get on this whole show. Every day you can listen to us for two hours, Monday through Thursday, ten to twelve Eastern live. Um And it's so much fun. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Please rate and review and share it with your friends. Get people involved. I am going to be in Austin, Texas this weekend at Cap City Comedy starting uh, Thursday, which you already missed because it's coming out Friday, but Friday, Saturday. And then next week, I'm going to be in Tacoma at the Tacoma Comedy Club. You can check all my live dates at NikkiGlazer.com. Tom Takar and I will be uh, Sunday the 13th, January 13th at Union Hall in New York City. Come see his podcast, the live taping of it. Stand by your band. I will be a judge on that live uh, taping at Union Hall in New York City. Andrew, anything
2: to promote? No, just uh, don't bring a bowl when you go through. It just doesn't look cool. It's not a good look to have the bowl in your hand.
1: That's it from us, guys. Thank you so much for listening. This is the U Up podcast. I love you, Squirt Squirt.
0: This has been a Comedy Central podcast.